0: Step into the world of decay, abandonment, and chaos. The story of an urban explorer starts here, at the beginning. Welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here... We take only photos, we leave only footprints, and remember, leave no trace. Welcome back to No Tracers, the podcast about urban exploring. What's up? Welcome to the show. I'm your host, K, Just the letter K. I'm known as No Tracers. You can find me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, No Tracers. Just look it up. Uh, Instagram is no dot tracers. TikTok is no tracers. YouTube is no tracers urbex. If you want to uh, watch the podcast and see the photos of my guests, you can do that on the YouTube channel. Um, yeah. Welcome. Welcome to the show. If you're new, hit the subscribe button. I hope you like this. This week on the podcast, I'm speaking with Josh Metzger, photography, who I've actually had had on the show before. If you want to go back and listen to his solo episode, it's in the archives. Uh, but I also have skater bait, a guy named Zach, these two explore together, so they were like, hey, can we do the show together? I was like, hell yeah. I love having two people on the show. Uh, they're both remote this time. They're not together. Usually when I do duos, they're in the same room, but these two guys are in different locations. We did have a couple uh, issues with the um, the internet on Zaxxon, so there might be a couple spotty areas we might like cut in and out of like a story for a second, but we tried to piece everything together as best we could for this episode. So you guys get the full picture, uh, but just know that that was a situation in this episode. There's also an announcement, a huge announcement in this episode. So listen all the way to the end. If you guys want to hear that announcement, I'm very, very excited about it. Um, I'm not going to say it just yet. Cause I want you to listen to the episode because I'm super, super excited about that. Uh, Before we get into it, just a couple things real quick. I do have uh, some gear, uh, backpacks, duffel bags, hoodies, t-shirts, and my photography book, No Tracers and Urban Explorers Diary, available for you now at notracers.com. I moved everything from my other website to notracers.com so you guys can get it all in one place. So if you guys do want to support the podcast, if you want to support what I'm doing, head to notracers.com check out the site. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you for listening to the podcast. If you do like it, please leave a rating and feedback. It helps the podcast grow. If you do that, if you do leave a rating and feedback on the podcast, especially if you're on Apple podcasts, I'll send you a signed photo print. Yeah. A signed photo print just for you of an abandoned place that I've explored as a way of saying thank you for supporting the show. So if you guys want to get your hands on a signed photo print, just leave a rating feedback. It takes 30 seconds. Let people know what you like about the show. And that's pretty much it, man. Super simple. Uh, last thing I got to let you know about is that we have a partner on this podcast and that is liquid death, mountain water. Uh, I'm going to skip the ad this week just cause I want to jump into the show right away. But if you guys want to give liquid death, mountain water, a try, they have three flavors, uh, sparkling and still water. It's a water company guys. If you want to murder your thirst, which is their slogan, head to liquiddeath.com and use promo code, just the letter K for 10% off, or you can click the link down in the description and it will automatically apply that coupon code for you. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this episode. Guys, please introduce yourselves and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience.
1: Hey, so my name is Josh. Uh, my Instagram is just my name, Josh Metzger Photography, and been exploring for about a year and a half or so.
2: And I'm Zach, and I go under Skaterbait. and I've been exploring for probably five years, but the last two years... Uh, uh, more
0: seriously than the other ones dope so first of all josh welcome back to the show uh stoked to have you here again the people that are listening to this if you haven't heard the full episode with josh uh go back in the archives and check it out it's an amazing episode one of the most uh like jaw-clenching episodes as he's talking about his story <laughs> it's absolutely phenomenal so go check that out but uh zach can you tell everyone uh, what got you into exploring in the first place and uh Bring us into your first exploration ever.
2: Um, I think just taking pictures in general got me into exploring. Um, so I think everyone kind of wants to take pictures that are different from, you know, other people. Uh, and not a lot of people will, you know, risk going into abandoned buildings to take pictures. So I think, you know, just the uh, the difference. And uh, first building was probably... Uh, just an abandoned factory out in the middle of the woods uh, saw it one day but didn't really know about the X community so it wasn't really like I wasn't there to take pictures to share it to anybody it was just kind of cool to go in there
0: definitely no I totally get that and uh, when did you like discover that there was a community based around exploring abandoned places uh, and Josh you can answer this as well but uh, Zach go ahead first
2: uh, I had a friend who asked uh, if I wanted to go check out a school here in St. Louis. And, um, you know, after we went to that, I was kind of wondering what other buildings were around here. And I found some online forums where people were, you know, discussing the different buildings around here in history. And um, that's kind of when I discovered the community behind it.
1: Yeah. Uh, for me, um, I had, uh, I'd explored like when I was younger on my, first episode i talked about it but i went to like in some abandoned houses and stuff but didn't really know there was a community till really till i moved out here to st louis um and i came across some stuff on instagram and then it just kind of went from there i just kept discovering more people and uh kind of found out from there
0: so how did the two of you link up like where did that you know friendship start
1: um so instagram um i had posted something a story or a picture or something about a place I had explored, and talking about that, I was basically looking for someone else to go back with me. I was kind of sketched out when I went by myself to the spot, um, and Zach commented on the post and told me to hit him up, and so I did, and pretty much been exploring ever since.
2: Yeah, I think I think we went to uh, a mall the very first time. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and I was I was looking at his Instagram, and he was out there just hitting up these places all by himself, and I was like. <laughs> That's that's not something I would do. I prefer to have people with me, but he's out there going alone.
0: <laughs> yeah, I always ask people if they explore with other people or by themselves. And for you, Zach, like, what was it about uh, that post that made you like want to reach out to him? Uh,
2: I, that was at the beginning of learning. There was kind of a community behind it, and um, I didn't really see anybody else doing it. So uh, you know, I was like, I'm available if you're available, pretty much. And uh, it's pretty much been every week since the So you, you
0: guys said that it was a mall that you explored together the first time?
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Sick. So take me into that exploration. I would love to hear more about it because, you know, there's a rise of dead malls and abandoned malls because of things like online shopping. Now they're becoming more frequent. Um, we've got a dead mall here in Tennessee that I'm dying to go see before it gets, you know, either renovated torn down or abandoned because i would like to you know capture it in the different stages that it goes through over the next like couple of years uh since right. i just moved to tennessee so for you guys take me into that exploration of that mall like how big was it how long were you there like what happened during your exploration do
1: you want to go first Zach, or you want me to go uh
2: well I, I think uh i was scoping it out for a while because we drove around it and was looking at it and like i said this is a very uh known about mall in the area, so um, but at the time I didn't know that, so uh, I'm you know I didn't know anything, so I'm kind of looking at it, and uh, I think we ended up talking about it and we met up. Um, I think Josh, do you know anything about about the mall before we went in? Um, at the time, I didn't know anything about exploring, uh, so there was this mall in the area, and everybody knows about this mall, but I, I had no I had no info on the mall. I got a hold of Josh and asked if he wanted to go to it, and I think he might have had some information on how to get in and uh josh do you can you continue from there
1: yeah so i had um i talked to some people who had been um so i kind of knew where to park and had an idea of where they went in at but um hadn't been in it's one of those spots it's like a classic spot out in st louis uh so like like he said like a a lot of people know about it it's one of those spots that like all the explorers have hit out here but um i was i was really excited to go to because i'd never been to anything that big at that point like the mall I forget how big it is. You might remember. So I think it's like a million square feet or something.
2: Yeah, that sounds right.
1: Yeah, like it's it's a pretty big mall. So um, just when you first step in and just see just how big it is and and everything empty, like it's kind of a crazy experience if you've never been in one before.
0: Yeah, especially when there's nothing in it, you know, like being yeah. inside in a banana mall is like unlike anything that I've experienced, you know, it's such a unique thing. Like there was this big one in uh, California that's super well known, you know, Sam and Colby have been there. Explorer Josh has been there. Everybody's been to this place. They filmed like Teen Wolf in the mall. Like it, it, it's super well known. But to actually get inside that place, it, it was like a mission. Like you had to like climb up through the ceiling and like drop down <laughs> this like eight foot drop and like. It was nuts to be in this place, but once you're finally inside, I don't know like what the interior looked like for you guys. I'm sure you've got photos that I can put in the in the episode to show people. But yeah. um, this mall that I was in didn't have any handrails. There was no barriers between like oh, yeah. the edge of the 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 floor and like a, a you know two-story drop down <laughs> right. the bottom you know because they literally scrap everything out of these places so for you guys like was it was it scary like was it just fun like was it a one-story mall like what was the inside like
2: um uh, the inside pretty pretty good except for the stores are kind of beat up um it's obvious it's got water damage in the big department stores so i mean they have they have a big issue with flooding there. Um, but for me, I remember since it was one of the first big ones we were going to, I was pretty nervous just walking in because, uh, you know, I, I hadn't really explored anything that big before. So just like little noises because, you know, the the the, the skylights were just broken out. So like mm-hmm. just water dripping sounds like someone's walking down the hallway. And, and uh, you know, at that time, it, it wasn't really that scary of a place. But when it's your first time, it's just, you know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: It was, it was kind of cool. We, um we actually saw like a couple other people there and we kind of like hid for a little bit. Like, what should we do? We ended up just walking up to him kind of waving to him and talking to him and um ended up being an older guy who actually was the caretaker of the mall when it first closed. <laughs> and so like, he was telling us stories how when it first closed, they were like riding bicycles through it and like <laughs> when it was in good shape still. And like, so we ended up talking to him for a little bit and he ended up telling us like some areas like to be careful in and to look for and stuff. So it was kind of cool actually running into him when we were there but yeah we've been back i think two or three times since and um really like took our time and explored the whole thing but yeah it's a fun spot
0: and what's it like to go back to these places like time and time again i mean going to the same place three times is you know i want to say kind of rare you know usually explorers will hit something once and then move on to the next thing but because this is kind of local for you guys what's it like to kind of watch it you know a deteriorate over time and b get more and more you know vandalized as i'm sure it is
1: You can answer that if you want, Zach.
0: I think we lost him again.
1: Oh, Go ahead, no. Josh. <laughs> um, yeah, it's cool going back. Um you do see see the decay and the vandalization. Um, like from the first time I went, it was always kind of trashed, especially the stores, like he was saying. But um, going back a second and a third time, like I know the last time we went, you could definitely tell like there had been a lot more. A lot more damage done to the inside um like you said it's the the roof is wide open so water leaks in all the time and people come in there all the time and scrap and trash stuff um i've heard stories of people tell me they've been in there and like seen scrappers in there that legit just like drove their truck inside and were like scrapping stuff and putting it in the back of the truck so like it's it's been gone through um but it's cool to go back because you miss stuff a lot of times the first time, especially if you're going in and you're nervous and just kind of trying to get your shots real quick and get out. So it's cool to kind of go back and find little things that you missed the first time.
0: Yeah, definitely. I would love to go back and go into some of the places that I explored before, you know, but it's kind of hard, especially, you know, I don't live in California anymore. So it's like, I got to find new places out here in Tennessee. And, you know, I, I got to meet up with a, a bin in Nashville and uh big banks and Steve Ronan. And we hit a couple spots and, you know those are the places that I can definitely go back to because they're they're local to me now and I feel like it's a lot easier and less risky to explore out here in like the you know the midwest south east part of the country than it is in california just because of the like police presence they take it so freaking seriously in california like they are not messing around out there <laughs>
1: yeah for sure yeah we're gonna have to uh have to get a hold of you i got a buddy who's been wanting to make a nashville trip he's got a bunch of spots lined up so oh, sick. We end up yeah, doing that. i'll say yeah i'll let you know
0: yeah please do zach for you uh do you have gear recommendations like what kind of stuff are you bringing into these places as far as like uh your, sh- your footwear your backpack lights uh any extra stuff rope uh, i don't know people bring all kinds of crazy shit into abandoned places what are your uh, go-tos for yeah,
2: for new explores? I- I definitely have some recommendations, but I actually don't follow them myself. Um, I, I really need some boots, but I love taking in vans and just stepping through, you know, like two feet of water. Because I guess I love to have wet feet. I don't know. Uh, but on a serious note, I do bring a flashlight. And um, sometimes I do actually. <laughs> Sorry, actually, about, about 50% of the time, he has an extra flashlight for me because I'm very bad at remembering to bring anything. Uh, so okay. I guess I bring my camera and uh some clothes and then I and then I make notes of what I should have brought and then I don't do
1: it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's my favorite part. Things you should have brought and then you just forget it.
2: You forget yeah. Yeah. I've been talking about getting rubber boots for a year now, but <laughs> yeah
0: but ooh, those aren't stylish like who wants to wear no <laughs> yeah
1: I, i'm
2: going for that trench foot kind of lifestyle yeah, well, yes we love infections
0: <laughs> oh my god so uh as far as uh, urban exploration injury stories josh do you have any new ones you want to share and zach have you ever been injured while out exploring
1: um i don't think well just last weekend It wasn't anything big, but we were out. We hit a few places, and um, I kept feeling like I had something in my foot, like in my shoe, and I kept taking my shoe off and shaking it out and emptying out and couldn't figure it out. And finally, I reached in and felt it and had a nail coming up through the bottom that was poking (laughs) me in my foot, so it was actually stuck (laughs) in the sole. It took me a minute to figure that out. But, um, yeah, no, I don't think anything really major since last time we talked. Um, I mean, there's always the close calls with the walking on the roof or a soft floor or nothing, but luckily nothing major has happened.
2: Yeah, I've got video proof of the nail. I'll, I'll have to put some yeah. stories sometimes <laughs> For sure. Uh, I, I don't have any. Um, I just get bumps and bruises. I don't get anything serious. Not yet, anyways. Um, I've cut myself, you know, walking in glass. Uh, that one time, Josh, at the uh, <laughs> that one place when I fell when we were trying to get out, I scraped my arm Yeah. Really bad. I, yep. I think I still have a mild scar from that, but I wasn't like gushing blood or anything. It's,
1: sometimes I worry yeah. about tetanus
2: after we get back from somewhere, but...
1: Yeah. So that story, uh, I was actually going to bring that one up. We were in this, uh, it's a building the power company owns. Um, and it's right next to the active power plant. So We were in there, we were getting ready to come out and you had to like push a board out and slide under it. So me and this other girl we were with, were already out and we were waiting for Zach and the board he was standing on broke and he fell. It's like a five or six foot drop and he fell. So we're like sitting there waiting for him. because Somebody already saw us climb out of the building and we didn't know what was going on, but he had fallen down and um, he finally gets out and crawls out and we walk around the corner and as we're walking around the corner, there's a security guard walking towards us. Um, I guess he probably heard us in there or something, but we just kind of waved and said hi and got in the car and took off real quick. He was kind of staring hard, but he never said anything, but... <laughs>
2: yeah I think I made a pretty good noise when I, when I slipped off that so you he probably heard me in there
0: Zach, how did you end up getting out of that building? uh
2: well it was it was like a big piece of plywood and the nails were undone from the bottom uh so after I took that five six foot fall down there um and I, I scraped my arm on the way down on that plywood and it gave me a pretty good cut and actually, when we got back to the car, Josh was nice enough to give me some germex to throw on it. Uh, which made it feel great Uh, but uh yeah they already started walking i think and then i kind of just squeezed my way out of that bottom and 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 then getting out it's only like a two foot drop so it's all good but yeah that security guard on the uh on the bike was just he he knew it was up he he heard us but he didn't catch us in the act so he couldn't really say anything
1: Uh
0: absolutely so uh Josh, we kind of know about your scariest exploration. Have you had anything since the last time we <laughs> talked about that is scarier than is. that one?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I knew this one we, we were gonna end up talking about this. Um so uh we went to Gary, Indiana. Um You don't need to say anything it. else. You can yeah, just stop yeah, there. Yeah, I can just stop there. <laughs> just so scary. It was, the, that was the scary part. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy because it was our very first spot. And it's a, I'll just say the spot because it's a everybody knows about it anyway. But it was at the um city Methodist Church, it was the very first spot of the day. We went in, everything was cool, everything went well. We we looked around and got all our shots, and we were actually getting ready to head out. It was and probably um, two
2: hours we were there, honestly. Yeah, I mean we, we, we looked at every single spot and we we're heading yeah. out the door.
1: Um, and one of the guys we were exploring with, uh, he's he goes by C Millie on um Instagram, but we were standing, getting ready to go out, and he comes up, like, freaking out. He was like, Oh my gosh, there, there's a body over there. I swear there's a body over there. I just walked up on it. I almost stepped on it. Um, and so we, he was freaking out. So we went over and, uh, and checked it out. And sure enough, there was a dead body laying down in the church.
0: Shut up. Oh my God.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um, and it was, uh, I can see why he almost stepped on it. Cause he was, you, you could tell he was homeless. He was like wrapped up in a piece of carpet or something kind mm. of hidden. Um, but it was, it was clearly a drug overdose. Um, he, uh, you could tell he, he had thrown up and choked on it. He still had stuff coming out off the side of his mouth. And, um, but yeah, it was crazy to see one of those things you hear about, but you don't think you ever actually come across.
0: Yeah, for sure. And like I'm I'm just going to be straight up. Like, what did you guys do? Like, did you call the cops? <laughs> like, what do you do in yeah. that situation? Because you're trespassing, well, but, like, it's a dead person. Like, so, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah Luckily,
2: go we got, uh, I mean, me and uh, this other guy we go with, we're both IT guys. He had the uh, suggestion to smooth a phone and report it in. Uh, so you. we didn't have to, you know. We, we don't really know what to do in that situation. You know, we don't want to catch any, you know, charges or anything for
1: trespassing and Yeah. Yeah, so um yeah, he ended up putting in an anonymous tip. Um we talked about it for a little bit cuz if it would have been like a murder or something it may have been different, but it was like yeah. it, as bad as it sounds as like he was he was already gone. There was nothing we could really do for him mm-hmm. and it was the very first spot of the day. We were like we have to stay here, then talk to the cops and explain that and so we did report it so that somebody knew about it. Um but yeah,
2: yeah, and and we did, we did check on him. Uh, there was nothing we could do. Uh, it was it was well past the time. Uh, and another story is uh, later we were exploring with somebody else, and she actually was saying that she had a feeling that someone died in that spot, and um, it was the exact same spot that it happened at. And it's because she said there was all the belongings there, and you know, people who might be living there don't usually just leave behind you know their their uh, their cases and stuff that they keep stuff in so it was kind of a weird vibe that she had and she explained the exact spot that we saw him in
0: wow man that's nuts like i feel like that's a situation that not enough people talk about and you know that is one of the aspects of exploring abandoned places like we never know who we're going to come across or what we're going to come across and you know I, i i appreciate you guys sharing that story because i know that you know that is something that probably happens more often than not. And nobody knows what to do in that situation. And so because this is a podcast for explorers, like if you're in a situation like that and there's nothing that can be done, I think you guys did, you know, the right thing as far as an anonymous tip goes to, to not only protect yourselves, but to also be, do the right thing and report, you know, what you found there, you know, I think something's gotta be, gotta be done. And, you know, the kind of people that go into these places are either explorers, Teenagers smoking pot or homeless people, you know, so, yeah, or scrappers. Right? <laughs> right. So I mean, like, you, you, there's, it's it's a weird like gray area of exploring, but I do think it needs to be talked about. So thank you guys for sharing that uh, with everybody here. Um, and then, can you tell me about your riskiest exploration, jo- uh, Josh Anzac?
1: What do you think, Josh? Prison? Um, yeah, that one might be. Um. Uh, I. We could yeah. do multiple. It's just it just, it's just <laughs>
2: one prison that everyone catches charges at that we didn't know about until after we had already been there. And <laughs> thankful we got out.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, and that one were you- that that one was crazy because um there's like no good parking spot really. Like I t- said in the last one, I got caught that we got caught. Actually that one that story I told where the cop came to my door, I was exploring with Zach, he was there that time. Um <laughs> but at this prison um there's like no good where to no good place to park at so i got advice from somebody else and i thought it was kind of risky but we just went for it um, and kind of just pulled off the side of the road by some railroad tracks and walked the tracks to it um, luckily it was like super cold and in the middle of a snowstorm so there wasn't many people out but yeah it ended up working yeah out.
2: and and you know the other spot they tell you not to park at yeah i was talking to somebody who's pretty big into exploring you know like pretty big veteran person and they're like no that's the part that's the place you do park at so (laughs) i I don't know (laughs) there's conflicting stories but there's been a lot of people get busted over at that area but was, was there another one that you were thinking of
1: um not really i mean when we uh so Zach wasn't there for this one, but um, me and another guy we go with, he goes by Mac on Instagram. Uh, me and him and another guy, Bentley, uh, went to climb a crane um, one night. I, we'd been talking about climbing a crane for a while. Um, we finally just decided to do it. Uh, so we went at like 2.30 in the morning because you obviously don't want to go when when people are out but anyway it was freezing cold we climbed the crane we get up there first of all it was a lot harder than i thought it was going to be i had to stop like four or five times to catch my breath cuz it's it's a lot higher than it looks but um so we get up there get our pictures everything is cool and we're coming back down and, like, I looked down and see Josh kind of squatted down. And I was like, is everything good? And he, like, gave me the, sh- the be quiet signal. And I looked down, and there was a guy walking below us in, like, a construction vest. And it, he had a hat on. I, I looked like he had a hard hat on. So I was like, oh, great. We're climbing down this crane. The construction workers are showing up. We're going to get caught. Luckily, it was just a guy walking down the street reading the parking meters. Um, so it was all good. He ended up just keep walking. And we we ended up getting down and getting out okay. But, um, yeah, that one was a little – uh. A little risky, I guess. Damn. Yeah, I'm trying to talk him
2: back into going again so I can get some, uh, some some pictures from down below. I'm scared to hide, so I didn't go that day. It was cool. I'm scared of the cold, too. Uh, but that, that actually reminds me of a spot that I went uh, without Josh, but he had went the week before. Uh, oh, yeah. Also with the Josh Lee. Um, they, they told me, you know, it's cool. We went in there. It's kind of big, so we didn't get to check out all of it. So uh, I decided to go back next weekend. Uh, with one of the guys josh went with uh before so he knew the spot and you know they're talking about how chill it is and stuff so uh we go in there and it's kind of like a maze um i don't know if you've ever seen like a factory that also has like office space Mm -hmm. uh but it can it can be split up into different buildings so we're walking through one building and another building and at one point he has to use his knife to kind of wedge the door open because it's it's got a weak lock on it where he can kind of you know pop it open uh, and we go through, and we're walking through like infinite cubicles. You know, it's it's like a like a maze pretty much. Uh, we finally get to this one cool spot, and we're sitting there for a little bit. And all of a sudden, we hear, "Hey, what are you doing?" And we see a flashlight. And uh, there's four of us, and we end up, you know, splitting off uh, into two different groups. And uh, we're we're running through. Just the floors are just, uh, you know, just covered in like ceiling tiles falling off and slippery from water uh, coming through the roof and we're running into dead end after dead end. I'd run into a room and it would be just like office space. And I had no clue what to do. I was about to like go upstairs and try to hide somewhere. Cause I didn't even know how to get out of this place. And, uh, <laughs> we're still just running back and forth and we finally get to, to a door that has a window so we can see out and we go up and push in. It's just, it's just locked and it's got something in front of it. Right. And we see the other group just go running past like for freedom. Right. And, uh, Finally, we pushed hard enough that the, the barrier that they had blocking it on the outside came loose and uh, we went running and finally made it out of there. But that, that place kind of gave me nightmares because now I'm always thinking about entrances and exits when we go into places because that's something you definitely don't want to do is go into a big place like that and have no clue how to get out of there.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. That That's like one of the biggest tips that I have for people is, you know, try to find an additional exit or entrance as well because, I, I've been in the situation where the cops blocked the only entrance or exit because uh, they had welded all the other doors shut, you know, and we ended up having to like, it was a jail. So we ended up having to like tie a rope. We like found a rope miraculously had to tie it to the cell bars. And like, there was like a window cracked. And so we like ended up having to climb down this rope down a like two stories. And we jumped on these like uh decommissioned cop cars and had to climb over a barbed wire fence. Like the, the shit was nuts. But one of my favorite explorations, but yeah, one of my biggest tips is try to find another way out if you can, like as soon as you get there, just in case. And I know we're not usually thinking about like, okay, well, I got to find all the exits in this building because that's not what we're thinking about. But I mean, I think it is important, like if there was, you know, a a handbook or whatever that's like, you know, uh, has tips and shit, like that's definitely one of them.
2: Uh, I think, um, something there with that handbook. Yeah. Um, Someone want to put one of those out? On on
0: that note, I guess I can announce that I'm making an urban exploring guidebook. It comes out on May 15th. It's the first Friday the 13th, or May 13th. It's the first Friday the 13th of this year, so I felt like I should put it out then. But yes, I am making (laughs) an urban exploring guidebook with tips and tricks, so this is the announcement. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
1: Perfect segue.
0: Yes, on that note, shameless plug. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for it. I'm actually working on it with uh, Mr. Sketch, who I've had on the podcast. He uh, sketches on top of abandoned photography, like he does drawings on top. So he's actually sketching on top of my photos that are going to be featured in this book. So I'm super excited about that. But anyway, back to you guys. Um, do you well okay so zach how did you come up with your username Skaterbait? where'd that come from
2: <laughs> uh what's your uh policy on cursing and stuff on this isn't you trying to keep it like disney you level, can say whatever
0: or... the fuck you want bro all
2: right, all right perfect <laughs> well um i used to shoot like you know more skateboarding videos and stuff like that but i had a pretty bad knee injury um so i had to go from one dangerous thing to another you know uh, yeah. so I kind of, I kind of just kept the name, but it was, yeah, it was, you know, kind of the concept skateboarding and then like, kind of like skateboarding porn, you know, skater bait. I don't know. but <laughs> I've kind of just kept it because I'm worried, you know, if I change it, then it's, you know, have people, if, when I show up on the stories next time, people are gonna be like, who the hell is this guy? And just, <laughs> me so it's, it's yeah. here for good
0: skater bait love it and josh we know yours is your name yeah, in photography. Yeah. so i mean that's yeah great. can you explain but that
1: one
2: josh
0: how'd you <laughs> come <laughs> up my, with your name <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> my
1: name's josh and i take photos <laughs> Great, oh, perfect. That makes sense. <laughs> perfect.
0: Um, so both of you josh i didn't ask you this last time because it's a newer question uh what do you do when you're not exploring abandoned places
1: mm, um not a lot anymore <laughs> um i used to uh so I, I made, a. Uh, I know you're into music too, but I made, um, I produced hip hop beats for like 12 years. Um, so I would make beats and make music and we had a beat store online and did all that for a while. Um, I kind of, the more I fell in love with photography though, that kind of fell off. So I haven't really been doing that as much, but, um, other than that and exploring, um, not a lot, honestly, taking photos, hanging out with the family.
0: Oh, and Zach, what do you do when you're not exploring?
1: Well, I'm glad Josh got to go first because I would have been put on the spot because I can't think. <laughs> uh,
2: so, uh, I mean, I work 40 hours a week, if or you know, sometimes more, and then uh, two kids, and then uh, <laughs> got Carly here too, which is my girlfriend. I'm going to plug her in right now at Carly Courtright. <laughs> she goes with us most of the places, um, and then uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, I have a lot of hobbies, but I don't really like focus on anything too much. Got you. Just taking pictures, and that's pretty much it.
0: Love it. Love it. Uh, so Josh, you've answered this. Your answer might be different now, but Zach, I'll, I'll let you go first. Uh, if you could live in one place you've explored for an entire week, which place would it be?
2: Uh, one place for an entire week. Yeah.
0: Um, No problems, no cops, nothing. You're like comfortable. You got a fucking bed. I don't know, whatever.
2: (laughs) Jeez. I, I can't, I don't even know where I'd start. I mean, I'd probably just choose a big one like the mall. Um, because that, i that'd be pretty cool I guess um I mean, what what do you think and Josh where would you go
1: so I think I think uh well the first time I said that one uh that factory we went to out in the woods yeah. um that big one um uh, but I think now it would, there's this uh abandoned hotel in St. Louis that's um how many stories is, is it zach like 12 13 yeah
2: actually i changed my answer to that we're gonna be staying together yeah we'll, <laughs> we'll get a room together um uh, it's like yeah that's it's probably it's probably near four, 15 probably all together somewhere yes, around there yes, 10, so it's like 10 to 15
1: yeah um so it's pretty big um and it's cool you can get out on the rooftop we actually uh a group of us did all explore together we had a few of us had birthdays together and that's where we went for our birthday party. We just hung out on the, on the roof of an abandoned hotel and had some <laughs> drinks and chilled, but um, it'd probably be that spot. Cause like, like he said, it's huge. There's, there's a ton of rooms. Um, I still haven't seen all that place either. And so, yeah, there'd be plenty to do there.
0: Dope. I love that. I um, And then what do you both hope for the future of urban exploring? Like, where do you want to see this hobby go? Uh, Like, what do you hope for the future of these buildings? Things like that
2: uh <laughs> <obviously> <laughs> you have a good answer for that i mean i think i think there's a lot of people getting into it um i don't know if that's a good yeah, thing yeah. or bad thing i mean in, in selfish kind of way it's kind of you know worried about the future of it because i'm worried they'll make uh stricter trespassing laws and mm-hmm. people will keep more of an eye on buildings but i mean i don't want to gatekeep anything either so it's just kind of like a weird uh I, I would have to think about that answer honestly i don't,
1: I don't really know. Yeah. um, I've heard other people talk about it too, but like when the, the stuff like now the stuff that was built like in the 1900s, late 1800s, when that stuff finally collapses or all gets demolished, like I just hope there's still going to be cool spots to go to. You know what I mean? Just like everything's Mm going to be like more, more modern and stuff now without all the, all the intricate details and stuff that they used to put in the buildings back then. So Hopefully some of those places still last a while.
0: Yeah. No, I totally feel you. And, you know, worst case scenario, we just go over to Europe and keep moving. Yeah, right. (laughs) Keep moving along in history and keep going back and back and back until we're in like, I don't know, Egypt, Israel, somewhere crazy. like (laughs) Super ancient shit that we're just like, like I had a pimp my camel on the podcast and he's from Egypt and he's explored Egypt like extensively and he's, you know, found skulls and like abandoned places and like his story is nuts. Like if you guys haven't heard that episode, it's definitely worth listening to. But, um so last question for you both. And, uh, Josh, you've answered this, but your answer could have changed. Uh, what is something, you know, now that you wish you knew when you started?
1: Josh, are you answering that? Uh, you go ahead if you got something. I go ahead. <laughs> I was going to let you answer it so I can think about it. <laughs> uh, uh,
2: something I wish I would have known when I started. Yeah. Is that the question? Yeah. Uh, it's, boy. <laughs> what was your answer last time, Josh?
1: Uh, last time it was just to like, to kind of like take take in everything taking the moment like i was talking about when we go to return places i see a lot of stuff that i missed the first time usually the first time we go places um i kind of am looking like for the big shots and like trying to get my shots and a lot of times i'll miss the little details so just kind of to relax and take in the moment is what i said yeah, last time
2: i'll i'll kind of ex- expand on that um uh sometimes you get carried away in the moment and uh if you're taking pictures um I I wish I would have, you know, sat there and actually tried to line things up instead of just trying to move out of there. I always bring a tripod with me now, which I didn't uh, before. So, you know, uh, back in the day, I'd be taking, you know, super cranked ISO photos. They're just grainy as hell when I get back home and look at them. And, uh, you know, if I want to keep any of those, I'd have to go back and shoot them. So, uh, yeah, I definitely say I wish I would have taken more time to uh, sit there and actually figure out what kind of shot I'm trying to get instead of just trying to snap the picture and get out of there, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I can totally relate. And I think, you know, having a tripod is another uh, tip that is important, you know, that people need to kind of think about before they go to these places. And I know it's like, Oh, I got to carry another piece of gear and like it's to take (laughs) up space. And if I got to run, like I have this tripod, like what am I supposed to do? But I think at the end of the day, like, I think that's important to kind of have with you because of that exact reason you know you're not ruining your photos with the high iso because like if you're doing that like what's the point you know like you want these like beautiful artistic photos that are like cinematic in photo form so the tripod is definitely the way to go if you're trying to establish and accomplish something like that Um, so thank you both for coming on the show Uh, I appreciate you taking the time to do this and sharing your stories. Josh, thank you for coming back on. Uh, If people want to find you guys and continue following your journeys, can you drop your social media, uh, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever you have, uh, let people know where they can find you. Josh, you can go first, and then Zach, you can close us out.
1: Yep, so all my social media is just at Josh Metzger Photography, and then uh, my website is joshmetzgerphotography.com, so pretty simple.
2: Uh, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Skaterbait. That's S-K-A-T-E-R-B-A-T-E. And uh, I don't have anything else. So I'm going to plug Carly again at Carly Corite. Follow her.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, that was my episode with Skaterbait and Josh Metzger photography part two. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And hey, now, you know, I am actually making an urban exploring guidebook. That idea came to me while I was recording a podcast back in December and I I reached out to Mr. Sketch, Cursed Sketchbook, and I was like, yo, you want to team up and do this? And he was down. So the first couple of images have been created. Uh, we've got 50 tips for you guys, 50 photos. It's going to take a while, but I am looking to launch that on May the 13th. That is the first Friday the 13th. And I guess I should just announce pre-orders now. So if you want to pre-order one of these books, uh, head to notracers.com shop or just notracers.com. It will lead you straight to that page. Uh, there will be uh, info about it and everything, and I'm super excited for that. I'm going to be self-publishing this, so if you guys want to be a part of it, please, please support myself, the art I'm creating, Cursed Sketchbook, as well as the Urbex community. I would like to uh, donate some of this money to, you know, a, a cause. I'm just trying to find it, uh, which one I should put it towards, uh, so if you know of anything or if you, you know, have stories you want to share, if you want to come on the podcast, hit me up at, at com. Man, this was quite the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a blast creating this. It's always fun to have two people on the show and thank you again. If you like the show, please leave a rating and feedback and I'll send you a signed photo print of an abandoned place I've explored. Appreciate you guys. I'll talk to you next week. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.